Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Adhere to all of your mandates. We do the sanitizing. I've hired two kids for the summer to sterilize menus. I, I put plants on every other table so that uh, for distancing. I opened a patio because it went broke with that. I, I've done it all. We're wearing masks. The cooks are dying out there in masks. Everything we've asked except this illegal request for this. I have to say that your medical situation is not my business. Owner and manager, co-owner and manager of uh, Raleigh's Restaurant in Hope, British Columbia, Muriel Young, talking to us just a few minutes ago about the situation she's facing at a restaurant. Uh, Dan Kelly joins us, President CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. How many other Raleigh's might there be across Canada, Dan, uh, that are not attracting the media attention? Well, there are a few. We've uh, This is such a divisive issue, Roy, and we have small business owners on all sides of this equation, some, of course, are, are saying, gosh, I, I I don't like the passport rules, but but if it allows me to avoid a lockdown, then, I'm, then I get it. Uh, we have others that are pushed to do this to the brink and saying, you know what, this just goes against my values. And others that are saying, I'm, I'm struggling just with the administrative weight of this and the loss of a, an additional round of customers. So business owners are all over the map, but I've I've heard from many that that are in uh, in her exact situation that say that this is they've they've endured every single one of the the previous restrictions tried their best to to endure all of the harmful <laughs> changes that they've had masks and di- physical distancing and capacity controls and cl- sanitation procedures but feel like this is just one step too far it's it's hard not to uh feel empathy for for Ms. Young when you recognize you're talking to a small business person and uh, you and I have talked, I mean, you you uh, were kind enough to find restaurant owners who spoke with me while you were on the air with us. And they talked about the stresses they were facing at the time they were shut down and how they were paying. I mentioned this during the interview. They were paying their employees by extending their line of credit, lines of credit. And, and they just salt of the earth, good people found themselves closed down because of the pandemic. And, and I know, Dan, it's been troubling you that there are venues, mass attendance venues that are open. Meanwhile, restaurants still have to continue to, to limit the, the, the numbers of patrons that are allowed in. It's, it's, it just seems so patently unfair. Yeah, well, no, not just well, the same, but it is. It, it, it absolutely is. I mean, different provinces have different rules. British Columbia, I will say, has had, I'd say, a more reasonable approach throughout the pandemic than most provinces. Yes, they have. Ontario, though, has had the most bizarre set of rules that that allow the big guys to continue to operate largely business as usual and then punish the small guys. And and it's made no sense, uh, you know, even to even to this point that while the premier is talking about changing the rules in the future here in Ontario, the the fact is that restaurants have to maintain a significant amount of physical distancing, resulting in about a 50 percent capacity restriction many other sectors, bowling alleys, gyms, uh, arts and entertainment venues have 50% capacity restrictions. Meanwhile, large sporting events, thousands and thousands of people are pouring in to watch a Maple Leafs game or a Senators game. And and if you look at any of the TV clips, almost none of them, none of the, maybe 10% of the patrons are wearing masks. No changes, no enforcement there. Yet the small little business, like your, like the woman you spoke to, 
uh, just get you know gets people showing up at their door. It 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 just it does seem really unfair. The thing that worries me, Roy, about where we are right now is that it pushes business owners, and I've talked to many, to when they when these rules become so punishing and so unfair and go up against their values, it does cause many to dismiss everything. And, and it pushes them over the edge to the point where then they start questioning all the public health advice. And that's not a good spot for anyone to be in. It is not a good spot for anyone to be in. Uh, and and then it also forces people to you know take sides. I've seen I'm seeing emails from listeners who've been at uh, to Roy at RoyGreenshow.com who listen to the interview, and it's about fifty fifty. Uh, some are supporting um, Ms. Young. Others are saying, "Well, why should we support you?" Other businesses that are compliant are losing um, to you. I. I don't know that it's a cut and dried situation. You know, in in a regulatory sense, it is, but in an, in another sense, it is not. How would you? What would the rational CFIB um, supported way be to resolve these challenges? Well, look, they the 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 passport policy specifically was all about trying to push more people to become vaccinated. It wasn't really separating out those that are vaccinated from those that are unvaccinated in the setting. Yes, that was a side feature of the program, supposedly. But the the major public policy goal was to push more people to become vaccinated. You know, I was actually somewhat encouraged this week to hear the, the premier, to hear the public health officials at least news about the fact that the passport rules uh, may come to an end. Yeah, and of course, then it's temporary. Yeah. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.